You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings again from SprottMoney.com and Sprott Money News. This is your U.S. Inauguration Day Weekly Wrap-Up. It's Friday, January the 20th, 2017. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual this Friday is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig. Glad to be here. Uh, waiting to see what's going to happen here. They're suggesting that uh, upon inauguration there'll be a few... Uh, uh, executive decision made, so we're 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 all waiting for that. You know, I actually saw an article this morning, Eric, from Bloomberg of all sources, that said uh, historically the first year of a U.S. president is actually good for gold. What do you make of that? Well, I would think that this presidency should be very good for gold, uh, simply because the volatility of the decisions and the erraticism would make everyone not, well, every person, every country, every area, every ethnicity. I mean, everybody's wondering, what, what, what is this man thinking here, and what's he going to do, and is it going to uh, disadvantage that group or person? And it looks like, you know, when you use the line, we're going to make uh, America great again, uh, typically that would suggest that something else is a loser. And so... If you're outside of America and you're you're going to be a lesser thing again, your currency is going to be weaker, your GDP is going to be a problem, maybe you have to be thinking about gold and how do you uh, protect your investments. So uh, I would think that he'll be good for gold. He's actually had some people in his uh, cabinet and, and group of, of advisors who are pro-gold, uh, including uh, the vice president. So um, I, I think it could be quite good, and I think the whole volatility that he might create uh, will be a very welcome thing to the gold community. Eric, something happened this week that I thought was noteworthy, uh, and it slipped past a lot of folks, and I want to get your comments on it. You know, back on Tuesday, Trump came out and said he thought the dollar was too strong, which isn't really surprising for a guy that deals internationally. He probably would like a weaker dollar, but yet the very next day, Wednesday, and then again yesterday, Thursday, his chairman of the Federal Reserve came out and talked the dollar back up. Uh, could we have a little brewing conflict there, do you think? And uh, perhaps maybe we'll get Yellen replaced even before the end of her term. Well, I think it's fairly predictable that Trump is going to win that one, okay? Right. Uh, he is the, the president. And uh, if he thinks the dollar is too strong, that's going to be the overriding consideration. And he's no fool that, uh, you know, these competitive devaluations that have gone on in the world always help the, the country who's devaluing. So uh, he's certainly aware of that. And uh, if he decides that the uh, the dollar is overvalued, he's probably going to do something about it, of course, which would be incredibly uh, beneficial to gold. And, of course, as we said earlier, the whole sentiment of gold in that group is way stronger than anything that the Democrats had, for sure. And, you know, I got another thing I want to ask you about, Eric, because we've talked about this now for several weeks, the idea that 2016 is shaping up to be so much like 2000, or 2017 is shaping up to be so much like 2016, and that prices for gold, silver, and the shares really bottomed shortly after the Fed rate hike of December 2015, and now here we are again. Since the rate hike last month, gold's up more than 6%. Silver's up more than 8%, while the stock market is flat and the miners are up 25%. What do you make of that? 
Well, you know, I have a very uh, cynical view of uh, what happens in the gold market. And um, I might even argue that some of the macro data that is present today on gold is not as strong as it was three or four months ago. And what macro data would I be talking about? Well, first of all, supposedly the People's Bank of China sold 20 tons of gold in December. Supposedly. That's what the data says. Now, here's a country that used to buy 20 tons. Now they're selling 20 tons. That, to me, on a physical market basis, is a serious change. The other thing that's happening, of course, is because of the uh, banning almost of cash in India, is that the demand for gold in India has been suppressed. So you got the two biggest gold buyers in the world seemingly uh, decreasing their gold consumption. And in the face of that, gold and silver have gone up, which takes me back to my cynical view of what goes on in the gold market. The commercials wanted the price of gold to be down for year-end. When the profits are calculated, when the bonuses are calculated, it's done, it's off the table, and now we can let gold act normally for a while. And normally, and maybe that's what happened last year. That's it normally for a while. Oh, man, normally, oh my God, gold's at 1350. What are we going to do about it? Well, we better slam it. Um, so I'm a little jaded in, in the view of what might be going on in the world. I know there are also some positive things. You know, we've seen the coin sales in the U.S. pick up. We've finally seen a little bit of buying in the GLD. Uh, but there are some big, Big negatives out there in the physical market, particularly the Indian one. And the, and the problem with India now is I suspect a lot of people in India will go to the smuggling route now. And, of course, we won't see the data. So all we'll see is the published public data, which will say, oh, gold consumption is way down. And we won't see the, the unofficial data of, um, of smuggling. But there, there has been some um, contraction in, uh, in some of the major uh, gold buyers in the last few months. Eric, I'd be remiss if I didn't get your thoughts on the miners. I, I kind of tagged that on at the end of the last yeah. question. You know, they, they had a huge sure. run in the last month, up almost 25% in a lot of the mining indices. And it was a year ago yesterday, on January the 19th, that the HUI and all the other mining indices bottomed out. Uh, the HUI got down to 99 before rallying to 285 in August, and now we're back to 200. Yeah. What do you make? Are we still in a downtrend, or have we reversed? What do you think? Well, I mean, normally when you go up 20%, you're in a bull market, right? And the stocks have already gone up 20%. And I can see lots of reasons for people to be optimistic on precious metals. You and I talked about it. I mean, there's so much uncertainty. The word uncertainty is by far the biggest word out there because nobody knows what the administration is going to do, uh, to be brutally honest. And, you know, I talked last week about so far it's like small ball to me. You know, like we saved a thousand jobs here, we moved to plant here, moved to plant there. But, you know, you still got the 100 million workers out there who who want to see a wage increase and, and have to fight with inflation. And inflation, of course, the old health care thing with the double-digit increases every year and the cost of education and rent and all those things. I mean, they're, they're definitely falling behind it. One of the, the, the things that I sort of uh, think about more and more is the total distrust that all people have of government and government data. And it's this government data, the, the supposed less than 2% inflation rate. I mean, what a crock that is. There's no way that inflation's 
So the, the average working guy, he's getting stiffed every year because his costs are going up faster as the wages going up. And he knows it, and he votes for Trump, and he voted for Trump. And, uh, and of course, maybe we'll get a little more honesty in government, but we had an example just this week where, oh, gee, we found out that the... Uh, the default rate on student loans is probably twice as high as we said it was for the last 10 years. Oh, really? You finally figured that out. California understated their, their budget deficit by $1.6 I think it was, because of a mathematical error. Excuse me, we don't trust you anymore. We don't trust you. People don't trust governments. That's a big factor that's coming to the forefront here. And even in with this inauguration and people not trusting governments, I mean, I don't happen to be in, of the democratic persuasion, but those that are suggested they're going to create a huge problem. So they don't trust Republicans. Uh, the Republicans don't trust the Democrats. Of course, most people shouldn't trust anybody because it's been a barrel of lies here for the last little while. Sure to go off on that, but it's, it's that's the whole theme that's that uh, is overwhelming everything. We're getting a bunch of lies from the government because they keep wanting to be re-elected for some bizarre reason because of the power-hungry nature that they are. I think that was tremendous. And I, I think you've painted a picture of uncertainty where the Wall Street banks and the sell-side analysts are trying to create a picture of certainty for everyone. Oh, yes, everything's fine and uh, very predictable. But as you, as I said, you've crafted a picture there of uncertainty and typically uncertain times are a good time for gold. Absolutely. And I think that's why things have picked up here. I mean, look at, as we've discussed so many times, so many people in so many countries would have been better off owning gold than their own currency, including my own country of Canada. Oh my God, the gains that gold has made in, in most countries, uh, and particularly for the last, ever since gold bottomed in 2000, I mean, the, the gains are stunning. We all forget that, of course because we, we are so focused on what happened last year, last month, or yesterday. Uh, but the fact is that uh, gold and silver and other precious metals have done very well for people and undoubtedly will continue to do so as we have this administration that comes in that on a worldwide basis, most people would think it's not going to be good for them. So what are they going to do about it? Forget what the Americans are going to do, but what are the rest of the people going to do about it? As these currencies are, you know, five sigma volatility. I mean, it's just totally ridiculous. So uh, it's all going to be, I think, quite uh, quite impressive for gold going forward here. Sounds good to me. I agree with you. And I look forward to seeing where we go as soon as next week. I think even next week might get interesting. And then as we turn the corner into February as well. Eric, it's always a pleasure to visit with you at this point. I'll bid you a happy weekend and uh, look forward to speaking to you again next week. Okay. All the best, Greg. My pleasure. And from all of us here at SprottMoney.com and Sprott Money News, thanks for listening and have a great weekend.